When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The two-year story. I am still looking for help. I am a 58-year-old Asperger and I have been married for 38 years. During our marriage she has had at least one emotional and physical affair and during our separations she had slept with at least seven others. Our marriage has been non-physical for 24 years. I am not happy that all of this has happened but it doesn't really bother me, except that I can get very angry and depressed because of our lack of intimacy. Since my diagnosis my life has started to work, I have lost weight, rebuilt much of my health and would like to have some intimacy. But I'm sort of lost. What does it feel like to be in love, to want someone and to be wanted back? How do I love someone when for most emotions the best I can do is mimic them? My wife is not giving me red flags, her phone and computer are open to me and I know where she is and who she is with at all times. As she knows me. So I know she isn't cheating, I can't because of who I am, I have a limited grasp on these emotions but would like to feel at least some of them. Can anyone tell me? I guess what I'm asking is where do I start? What does it feel like to be in love, to be wanted and to understand the pain of loss? I don't feel any of these things and I don't want to live and die half a person. Our problems ended back in 2008 when we ended our separation and got back together again. I should mention that I am a SD and that one of my qualities is loyalty. I know my wife said she had slept with 12 guys in the 4 years we were separated and that they were for the most part better built than I am and better lovers. Ouch. I didn't like it much, but I am dogged in my commitments and went to IC to get through it all. Wife says it's in the past so don't bother. I am a bit of a dinosaur when it comes to computers. I am 60 and married for almost 40 years. I tried to uninstall a couple of unwanted programs and I erased the start functions and many of the other programs. I went to system restore and when it got working, I find a bunch of strange files on my first page, the one with all the programs. So, I open them usual stuff, some accounting work, information downloads but then I open one and it has a 15 page type script of dirty talk with some guy named Bill dated back in late 2010 to 2011. 
From what they were saying it is clear they had slept together many times. Then in a file about pictures of flowers, I find some 25 photos of them tougher. A lot of nasty pictures. I don't even want to talk about the details here. Her adopted, sort of, daughter was alone at her family's cottage and my wife went up and was going to stay from Wednesday to Friday morning and the two of them would come home. Not certain about that now. Anyway I called her up and read some of the typescript to her. First, she said it wasn't her, then she said she didn't remember it, then that it was when we were separated. I reminded her that by 2010 to 2011 we had been back together for three years. Then she said it was fiction she was writing, for what purpose, yeah. I believe she's writing the newest dirty novel. Her final shot was that she said he passed away. He didn't look like a zombie and so what, she was ducking some guy who wasn't me, even if it was a couple of years ago. At that point she said don't read it anymore it will bother me, yeah thanks. About 20 minutes later I came on the pictures, so I called her back and told her what was in the pictures. Again, she said don't look and I said too late. She hung up on me and hasn't been available since. First, I need to get more information from her as to the length of the affair. Etc. why she was refusing anything physical with me while she was sleeping with someone else. I'd like proof that he is gone. So, I know where I'm headed. I have phoned her sister, the guy she does the accounting for and her brother. I will wait to see what I am doing before I call my family. I haven't spoken to them in a while I guess I'll need to. I know what to do. Be cordial and control my temper. Speak to her about the regular things but not our relationship. Suggest marriage counseling. Separate my accounts. Find a good lawyer and have her served. Canada is I believe no fault, but I want to see if there is some way. I can get her adultery in the divorce papers. Division of property isn't much as all we really have is my pension, and it tops up the divorced spouse. So, her pension is about $10,000 while mine is closer to $50,000 unless I stay and work till. I'm 65, then I'll get about $60,000. She has always thought that we would stay together because we can't afford it otherwise. To add to the mix, I am on dialysis and working for another five years is a problem. And I'd need to afford to live near a unit, limits my housing options. I guess the only thing I fear is dying alone. It was hard enough to find the one I got. Sucks. Comments. Here is my message to you. Get on with life. Don't throw her out. Don't read it again. Don't look at the pictures. Store them if necessary. She is what she is. You state the important thing in your life is not dying alone. Okay. That means you need to suck this up. And fortunately, you don't get a final vote on that. She can still leave. But then again, she could get hit by a car tomorrow so there is no change there. This is easy to say but is necessary anyway. Divorce her in your heart. She is what she is. She doesn't really care about you except as a pet or her insurance policy against not living alone. She is your roommate now. Get used to this reality because someone who said such hurtful things shouldn't have been trusted anyway. Find some hobbies and squirrel away some cash. This is based on what you say you want. You won't be alone for long, and you will feel less alone than with a cheater. OP responds. Apparently by revealing to these people in her life she says, I have ruined everything. She called me back and said that she met the guy during the separation but didn't see him till 2010 and went to him for once or twice a month. All I really told her was that I wasn't mad so much as disappointed and sad that it had come to this. She reminded me that at the time she was trying to keep it together. That was during the time that I had a low heart rate, failing kidneys and was unable to walk much but I just kept on working and doing what I had to do. She claimed that sleeping with him kept her from giving up and now that I've found out and exposed her to her brother. Sister and a woman she admired greatly she has nothing to live for. Oh, and they only got together six or nine times. I asked her if that justified turning our marriage into a joke and me into a doormat. She says if that's how you want to look at it. I want her to come home so we can work it out together. But I suspect the marriage is over. I am seeing a psychiatrist and may look to another counselor. In particular a mindfulness program. The camera was static near as I can tell so they were taking the pictures. 
I need to clarify, I am ASD and I have emotional deficits that make it difficult to know how people and girls in general are responding to me. I admire you guys who seem to be able to find girlfriends fairly quickly because I can't. At 60 I have few friends and don't know many women. I don't even have a clear idea how I would go about it. I do not fear losing my wife as much as I fear living in a sterile loveless environment. Life is about overcoming fear and as much as I don't like the idea of being alone I like myself enough to be with me by myself but I would still like someone to be with. I just have a hard time finding them. Whatever happens, and with good advice, I will come out of this as good shape. The reason for the first separation was a psychologist who said I was toxic and that she'd never get herself together if she stayed with me. She moved out for a couple of months but came back a mess. The second time I think that a whole lot was going wrong, our condo fees went crazy because the board was suing everyone. Turns out the guy behind our condo is the same guy who built Trump out of a couple of million dollars. She had decided to bring her mother to live with us. We had both worked in palliative care and refused to let her go there before it was necessary. But my mother-in-law deteriorated to the point that she needed more care than we could provide. When the wife decided we needed to buy a house so that she could have the upstairs set up for her to care for her mother and I would stay downstairs I balked. She was fighting the condo board and tried to help people in real trouble as well as take care of her mother and supporting a drug-addled Russian couple. I said enough is enough and we separated. After her mother passed in about three years and a couple of months we started dating and six months later we got back together. She had not bothered to tell me about her social life or what she had been up to until last year and I only found out last spring and that it was 12 guys. She used the fact that most of the 12 could bring her to orgasm while I had trouble getting her there. I have been reeling since then. She seems to think that she was justified in doing what she did and that it is my fault that she cheated. Her final argument is that she needed him to stay sane. She says I should let it go because it was three years ago. It was only six to nine times. She won't do it again. He's dead and I am not very good in bed. I want to talk to her to get my head around what happened and why. If she continues as she has, I will expose her to our son, our friends and family. Anyone else who needs to be told. Few days later, spent the day in hospital. Dialysis and neurological tests or I might have responded sooner. Wife is coming home tomorrow to talk. There are many questions I need answered and she wants to try again. She is starting to understand how much it hurts and how crushed I am. If, however she decides and I decide that it isn't going to work I will be forced to explain it to him. I have read so many times here that the way to get a cheater's head back where it is would be to make them aware of the consequences. Do I intend to go scorched earth at this point? No. Do I want to expose her to our family? Not really, but if she continues to lie, deceive and try to sweep it under the rug or forgets. Like did she sleep with him six times or nine times? Key facts it remains an option. She sorts of said the same thing and I told her she should have figured on consequences when she was cheating behind my back. It's funny but for the first time in our marriage she is afraid of what I might do and speak. My wife is 59 by the way, so she's not young or anything. My wife is back and last night and today we engaged in arguing and explaining. She called him a psychic mate sent by God. I reminded her that Jesus limited us to one spouse only and the rest of limits. She said she felt our marriage was no marriage because I have my problems in bed. Never pleased her, can be in as at times and because of my ASD and that I never accomplished anything without her help. She also said her lover was a manager of some sort of commercial lights and staging for things like MTV award shows and the alike. We agreed to live in the same house for six months. She is to tell me everything about her affair including the stuff that will hurt me. We will find a way to live till we can afford to split. She said it didn't matter. She was going to drive away and live in her car. Gods forgive me. I said to her if it makes you happy go do it. Same thing when she says she has no reason to live and wants to ex herself I said okay. Monday I am going to the bank to open my own accounts. I will not pay for her car and I want off the credit card she uses. Then I have appointments to half hour appointments with some lawyers. 
I want to find Hammerhead Shark to pound her head and eat her alive. In Canada the law says that assets are 50-50 but you can shorten the time it takes to a couple of months if you can prove adultery between the pictures and the chat room transcript she has done. For a man making 100000 a year the standard alimony is about 25 but after the tax deduction it's down to about 15 More than I can afford but manageable. On the distaff, I have never really felt this level of pain and loss. When I spoke to her and she talks about how good he is I got her to admit that he wasn't good but immoral. My digest failure to date is in my language. I worked as a trucker for five years obvious anger and sense of betrayal not to mention be naturally sarcastic. One of my students said that I was the most natural, authentic and sincere in my use of bad language. I am having a problem with manning up because of my ASD I have to think it through all the time. I need to relax, let the mind go and do it naturally. I have found the truth about the other man, his obituary said he passed away August 25th. My wife was not contacted by him for nearly six weeks and was wondering if he had a new lover or if they were still on. His boss emailed her back to say he was gone, and already cremated. He was on an online site, which is where they met. She tells me the site was hookup only site and that she didn't love him, he was never going to marry her. And all they had between them was sleeping together and he was good at it. If the copies of their conversations are accurate, she didn't go to him more than once a month and even less. Her total of nine is also supported by the copies. My problem is that while we are getting along in a distant sort of way and I view her as a person who shares space with me, sometimes I actually like her and could love her enough to take back, most of the time I can't even look at her. I trigger several times a day and burst out into yelling, cursing at her and referring to things she did in the pictures or said in the typescript. I think I have PTSD. I have my first appointment with a psychiatrist on Friday and some I see to start after we go back to school on the 2 of September. Oddly I have new cloths that look good on me, I hit the gym and rugby pitch 3rd of September. I am getting too close to retirement to fell a lot of enthusiasm but, it gets me out of the house to do things I love and get home while my wife is too tired to do much. Like talk and argue with me, she has been begging me not to leave and not to tell our son about the situation. Now that I have names of his sisters and brothers and his kid, I am prepared to blast the reputation of, the SOB. That may make me a very good man, but he destroyed my family, in the event. My son's family and I will ensure that everyone from his employer to his ex knows what a piece of crap he was. When I am in a calm safe place all I feel now is sad and disappointed and trying to come to terms who looks like my wife but isn't. Our finances are separate and I will not pay for debts and credit cards the I didn't create or use she can also cover the costs of her car. I have seen a few lawyers, but I haven't found one I like yet but there is time. The reason why she cheated was that our marriage has been so bad that she knew two weeks in that she shouldn't have married me. Premarital bedroom was bad, marital physical time was bad and she lost interest. I ballooned to 340 pounds on a 5'8 frame and couldn't have cared about sleeping together. I was very ill in 2010 to 2011. The problem was a heart medication that dropped my heart rate into the low 30s. At the time I was sent or a stress test and failed it badly I was sent to cardio rehab where I was doing the exercises while on meds for about 3 weeks. When the error was discovered the meds were adjusted, but the damage done took another 8 months to fix. I think that I was still working at the time. My wife would send me off to work and then go over to his condo downtown. Since then, I have dropped to 195, still too fat, and am trying to lose more. I feel much better, have done a lot of walking and dialysis has made a difference. My wife has said she will do anything I want, I can stay or go. Send her away or not. We have agreed to let things settle before we make a decision. She has even said that she didn't want any money from me but given that we live in one of the more expensive cities in North America I have a feeling that won't last too long. At the moment I have real problems with the mind still pictures, triggering and outbursts of extreme anger and frustration. I am not violent but can be hard in my language. I use images and am very sarcastic. 
She is not used to me standing up to her and not letting her reshape the stories. She seems to be pulling her head out of the sand. She has admitted that while her lover had a really good job, he wasn't always so nice. She said they didn't talk too much, just chilled and she went home. That seems to make it worse, but she thinks I should feel better about it because there was no love, connection or emotion between them. I asked her if she had slept with him and she had to say yes. The I asked how having another man is different if you are in love or not. You have still broken your vows. She replied that I never really believed in my vows because I am not as religious or spiritual as she is. But then she broke her vows and I did not, and she was the religious one. Eight days out, one step at a time, I will get through this and I will be better for it. When I got up weds, I fooled a very downcast and quiet wife. I have never seen her like that. She didn't try to defend anything but apologized again and again. For the first time ever, she referred to herself as a wicked. She said she would understand that if I threw her out, she would go live on the street, that she was undeserving for what she had done and she couldn't meet my eyes. I told her that I meant to take time and wouldn't throw her out at this point in time. She made me breakfast and delivered it to the table, first time since forever. Later she said that the most horrible thing she had done was stop getting physical with me some 30 years ago reducing us to roommates. Then she asked if I would sleep with her. I was terrified since my history and lack of skills has gone a long way to my celibacy. She didn't care, but we did it anyways, and it turned out okay. At the moment I am on a self-confidence high, with self-esteem like I've never had. I'm still on the six-month track. I have three copies of my evidence and she can't find them. One is in my lawyer's safekeeping being revealed to her lawyers and the courts, a set to be copied and sent to my family and hers and a set for the dead guy's brother and sister. But only if it seems necessary. I am too warm and fuzzy to think about those things at the moment. Although I have not yet tried to find another woman, I am proving to myself that whatever problems I had seemed gone, best night ever. But I am not naive. STD test, yes, clear both of us. Do I love her? Not sure yet, but we are spending my plans good money to find out together. Singly and I am seeing a psychiatrist. I still have PTSD, trigger regularly but have the rages under control. I am also ASD so it's a little more complicated. I have looked at the pictures and read the transcript till they no longer bother me as objects. I can even say that some of the pictures are so well done the border on art. I am still pissed off that he passed before I could talk to him and tell him what's what. As to the wife, if she can get me to love her again it might be worth while staying together. We do have grandchildren and a 40-year investment and my wife's pension would offend a street person. She says I am not her plan B as she never intended to leave me for him, just didn't bother to tell me about it. I need her to explain that better. When I touch her, or we are getting intimate and I think, did he do this or that? I still want a timeline. I was medicated into oblivion for much of the time. I want to be clear at least of the timings. I really have a limited memory of her during her affair. The lawyers have the evidence should I need it and copies to send to his family and hers. If things are better in six months, I'll pull it all back in and destroy it, just keep a stick in case. If not, I will file. From what I've read and what my wife has told me I think that she never told him she was married. They met while we were separated and on our way to the divorce that never happened. I can't imagine that only meeting in the mornings and being together less than two hours should have clued him in that something was up since he hadn't called her for six weeks, two of which he was gone, but he passed suddenly and without warning in his sleep. They really hadn't spoken in a month and in that last email my wife asks him if he has someone else and is breaking up with her. I think that may have been the case, that she was going to get dumped anyway. I guess my problem is that I am not too happy with the person I might become. I wished he was alive at one point so I could use the evidence against him at work, show his family and daughter who is only 18 and in first year university for what reason. If he didn't know that she was married and that she had sought him out and left him believing she was divorced. I can hardly vent on him or destroy his reputation. And the other men, we weren't living together and we weren't legally separated. I had thought that it made a difference. 
Under Canadian family law a separation is a separation, legally done or not. I knew about the twelve from the time we got back together and had talked them through, mostly one night thing and one relationship. I understand them and my wife was completely open about it. I didn't feel threatened by them. My wife insists that she went to him for the release and comfort she got from the physical affair but had no illusions that it was anything else. When we talk about the affair there is a fondness in it that she didn't have for the others. From the emails I get the sense there was something more there. He hadn't contacted her in six weeks and had passed away two weeks when she contacted him. I suspect that if he had been there when she emailed him, she would have gone to him, but I get the feeling that he was going to dump her anyway. When I asked her if he had replied would she still be with him and she says she didn't know but didn't think it would have lasted much longer. She liked the physical part and I am not sure that she has told me everything that passed between them, but he is gone and beyond reach. I don't believe in ghost whisperers but when I suggested we meet up with a medium and maybe he'd stop by for a chat and my wife sort of flipped out. She does believe and, in her mind, he might show up. I guess that their relationship was the one that hurt the most and is the one where she showed the most connection. I'm not sure where this is going but if we are I will never get closure with him. I hope I make sense but this has been a roller coaster ride and I ramble a bit. I am still trying to organize my thoughts and I am still leaning toward divorce some months down the road. So here we are. I keep thinking of questions to ask and usually ask her. I said six months of time but I'm not sure. She said she had tried to forget about it and had forgotten, till I reminded her and she fell into hell again. If I want to be married, I have to stop asking her about her affair. Because she wasn't going to answer? She said she was mad at me when we were talking that she exaggerated the numbers to hurt me. She only went out with eight, although she had physical affair with six and two of them weren't very good. I need a fuller explanation, as her mind changes regularly and I don't know if she is serious, angry or depressed. I think I need to complete the papers and work with the lawyer to decide when to move forward on the divorce. One year update. 1. I realized a few weeks ago that there is a difference between wanting the person to hurt as bad as you do and holding them accountable. 2. I learned that you can only own what you are responsible for, and that the other must own the things she is responsible for. 3. I bear responsibility for creating conditions in our marriage that might cause her to think an affair was the solution. But I am not responsible for her part in creating conditions that would lead her to believe that cheating was a good option for her. 4. I learned that anger has its place and time of healing is to occur and that at some point love must take the lead, or the relationship must die. 5. To forgive is also a choice. It is not like an epiphany, or a watershed or anything emotional at all. It is a decision to accept what happened and forgive that other person and forgive yourself. 6. I took a job that I loved, but that would neither make me rich or famous. I have had great success in guiding the lives of sons and daughters of other people, and my own son, into making good choice. No one but those students I taught, and who taught me will ever know or remember what I have done. I can live with that. 7. That the piece of crap OM was well known in his field worked and knew famous people and put on great shows. But very little he did lasted longer than the night it was done. In the end, no matter how cool he was, he was still a man who would knowing have physical affair with a married woman. And I wouldn't. 8. Self-esteem begins with self. And I'm still alive. For the first time last night I went to bed and fell asleep without a thought of the affair. Had no nightmares and did not think of her infidelity at all. It is still there. I will always be the betrayed and she will always be the cheater and the man I was before is gone but I can live with that. I am calm now, and at peace with it. I still have questions, but I am ready to face the answers. We are not out of the woods yet, and it is going to take more I see and MC to get this together. We have been married. The weekend I found out was our anniversary. 40 years. How you guys like this final ending? I guess some viewers might be wondering why he didn't just leave his wife. But he is 60 plus. I don't think you can compare his situation with men in their 30 to 50s. You agree? Comment down below your thoughts, sub and bell and I hope this story brought you some insight into a long marriage.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.